0: Valentine's Day was yesterday, and I was let down, disappointed, upset within 10 minutes of getting out of bed. Why? Because I had a card for you from Ellie that I was going to put her footprints in. So I woke up in the morning and came downstairs, and you had put a card out for me from Ellie and I opened it up and it was her footprints. So I couldn't do it at that point because I would have been stealing your idea. Oh. So I was like, hmm.
1: But were you excited to see that she had made you a card?
0: Yeah, but she could have given me a heads up to come up with a different idea.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I didn't know. I blame
1: her for that, actually.
0: I didn't know that baby footprint cards were kind of a thing that people do on Valentine's Day. Oh, they are? Yeah, I saw like two other people on Instagram post a picture of oh. baby feet. Like
1: I thought I was being unique. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, Jeff, will like this and think it's really cute. And, you know,
0: last week, Callie was questioning whether or not I had Valentine's Day uh, plans or dinner or what was it that you were trying to figure out if I was lying? Well, I, didn't,
1: I didn't know if we were like cooking at home and you were like, no, I have a plan.
0: And how was the plan?
1: It was good. We had sushi and it was awesome.
0: We ordered dinner. I ordered dinner days in advance because I uh, saw on their website that they were only allowing a limited number of to-go orders Uh because Valentine's Day. And so I ordered dinner and went and picked it up. And then Valentine's dinner was at home. So delish. And I will tell you this. On Saturday, I went out to run a couple errands and... The supermarkets were filled with guys buying fancy food. To
1: cook for dinner? Yes. Nice.
0: I went to uh, one supermarket. There was a line to get in at Whole Foods. Uh-huh. And I was like, nah, I'm going to wait in that. So I went to another one and the whole fish counter and, you know, the take and bake rolls. Yeah. And all of that. Totally crowded with dudes and all super picked over. So- Neat. People are doing Valentine's Day at home. So happy Valentine's Day.
1: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: My name is Jeff, and today I am grateful for automatic bill pay, which I don't think gets the credit it deserves because I remember my parents sitting down and writing checks every month to every single utility, every single, Uh you know, everything. And I can't tell you the last time that I wrote a monthly check and put it in the mail and sent it. Yeah, I mean, it's been years.
1: Um, by the way, you didn't say your last name for the first time ever. That was weird. Oh, what did I say? Hi, my name is Jeff.
0: Oh, my name is Jeff Dollar, and <laughs> I am grateful that you know me so well that I am in the same genre as Madonna, uh huh, Beyonce, right, Shania, mm-hmm. and Jeff.
1: <laughs> my name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for sushi.
0: I am officially that neighbor.
1: You've been that neighbor and you're such a crotchety old man when it comes to neighbor stuff. And I don't know why you're just now figuring this out.
0: I'm not a crotchety old man. I'm just- You kind of are. I'm attentive to the goings on on our street.
1: Right. You're like the nosy neighbor on Bewitched. And I I have
0: my parents to blame for that because they know everything that happens on their street.
1: Yeah. They're like neighborhood watch.
0: Yes. So but uh, your
1: dad's in his mid-80s. I just want to point that out.
0: Yeah. But you're
1: if, you're not 50 yet.
0: But if there's a car that's very neighborly, like if there's an unusual yeah. car that's driven up and down the street five times, mm-hmm. like my dad will 100% notice it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um. So anyways, I have become that neighbor because I told you last week that I had my eye on a woman who I thought might might be thinking about kidnapping a puppy mm-hmm. and i just kept an eye on her watched her watched her movements watched what she was up to uh-huh. and then just took a picture of her just in case because mm-hmm. you just spending a little too much time looking at this puppy taking taking pictures of it yeah like i ain't i ain't all into your shadiness so uh that was last week and then uh saturday I happened to have just let the dogs out and was standing by the front door and saw a car pull up. And a woman gets out of the car, goes to our next door neighbor's door and takes two packages from their doorstep and goes and gets back in her car. And I was like, why
1: didn't you say anything? I, what am I going to to her? Yeah, she N- stole the package.
0: I took a picture of her. I took a picture of the car. I watched it happen.
1: Did you tell the neighbors?
0: No, because I was actually on my way out of the house. And when I left to go out of the house, I saw the same woman in the back and she was just moving the packages from the front door to the back door. Oh. But when I saw it taking place, see, you're excited that I did that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I am.
0: Yeah, and, you're, and you don't think I did enough. You're like, you should have said something. But I, uh, she, the Obviously, our next door neighbors are out of town for the weekend or whatever. Yeah, and so she, they saw they got a package delivered, and so so she just moved it from the front to the back. Nice. Yeah. So, but I took pictures. I have the whole thing documented. I'm ready to go in case, in case, in case something happens. Yes. So, uh, when we move, Callie, people are going to be begging for me to live on their street. Oh, okay. It's gonna cause be, your
1: neighborhood watch. We're
0: not going to be bidding for houses. People are going to be bidding for us to be on their uh-huh. street. Yeah. It's basically yeah. like having a cop move into your apartment. Community. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. It's totally the same thing. Yep. This weekend we watched the Britney Spears documentary. It's called Framing Britney Spears. It's on Hulu or like we watched it on demand cause we have FX. Um, what did you think of it?
0: Uh, I feel really bad for her. I feel really. I have a lot of thoughts. I feel really bad for her because you forget what a kid she was
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and how there was never a transition between like her growth wasn't slow. She was like. A normal 16-year-old, right? Mm-hmm. Then she was a 17-year-old doing a mall tour, and then she's an 18-year-old with the number one album in the country. I might have the numbers off. Yeah. But it happened that quickly, so there was really no time for her to learn to be an adult business person. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden she's in her twenties and she's making millions of dollars and people are pulling her in a million different directions. And she's breaking up with Justin Timberlake and people are asking her and it's just terrible. And she's having kids and getting married and all this stuff. And, I, she just cracked under the pressure and I feel terrible. I made me feel really, really bad for her.
1: I remember when all of that was going on with like the head shaving and that like there's a picture of her that's pretty famous of like her with an umbrella hitting a paparazzi's car. And um, I remember at the time talking to my mom and being like, what is wrong with this woman? Like she's nuts. And and having that kind of reaction that I think a lot of people did at the time and my mindset has shifted and I don't necessarily know that it's from the documentary, but I think maybe it's just a personal growth thing and and my life experience, because um, that was 11, 12 years ago. Um, and I was thinking instead of, you know, we see people like that, I hope we're moving in a direction where instead of saying, what's wrong with that person? we hear more of how can we help
0: that person needs help or somebody needs to help. How can we help? Yeah.
1: And, and I hope that, well, I
0: think we did. Don't you think that was the case with Kanye West?
1: Oh yeah. I think times have definitely changed. Like when
0: Kanye West announced just most recently that he was running for president and all of that, people are like, oh my gosh, that guy's crazy. And then as it progresses and you see, oh wow, he's like, really crazy. Like there's, he's mentally, there's a chemical
1: imbalance issue yeah.
0: that he and his family are dealing with. And I feel like everybody kind of backed away. Yeah. Cause it went from ha ha funny. You're crazy to, Oh gosh, you are sick.
1: Mm-hmm. That, and I not I sick, but yeah,
0: like, I, mean, I didn't mean sick. You're I,
1: dealing with something heavy. Yeah.
0: Like you're unwell, like you're dealing, you're, you're,
1: it's well, not, I think it's like, you yeah. You've got some mental health stuff to to take yes. control over.
0: And I think that that is how Britney Spears had this happened a decade and a half later would have been received.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think it was really sad the way that she was treated. And just I mean, they show in the documentary a clip of um, a clip of her just saying, I'm really sad and tearing up. And I just wanted to, like, reach through the screen and give her a hug. I mean, I can't imagine what she's been through and I'm not going to act like I know, you know, the whole story or that any of us do, but I do think, you know, hopefully we're heading in a direction with mental health where when someone is, you know, acting a certain way or whatever, that the narrative isn't, oh my gosh, look at this crazy person. Let's make money off of their demise. But how can we help and what can we do and how can we support this person while they're going through this? And, you know, I got to be honest, like I watching that documentary with um, the head shaving thing and the umbrella thing, she had just, I guess, gone to her ex-husband's house to see her kids and he wouldn't let her see them for whatever reason. And there are like, a you know, all these cameras in her face and all of this stuff. Like if I had been in the same situation and you wouldn't let me see Ellie and I was going through a custody battle and people were constantly in my face taking pictures, like who's to say I wouldn't have an umbrella and want to smash a window out too.
0: Right. You know what I mean? And
1: like I I probably wouldn't have acted much differently.
0: Well, I I think we've talked about this on the podcast, but do you remember when I kind of lost my mind on that poor kid who worked at the rental car place? Yeah. Yeah. I, there was just a whole bunch of stuff going on, really stressful stuff.
1: Oh, we were, Jeff had, we were renting a car because Jeff had totaled my car. He wasn't like your mom's sick. We had a miscarriage. It was just a bad, it was just bad.
0: It was in a bad month. And they, there was an issue with like, it's a long story, but basically this guy wouldn't sign off on the car not being damaged. He's like, I'm not authorized to. And I said, well, why should I return the car to you the, You know, if you're not going to say it's not damaged? Because last time you said it was damaged and you guys tried to charge Callie an extra thousand dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm just not authorized to do it, dude. And so I whip out my phone and I start filming him and I go, well, say it's not damaged on camera. And poor Callie's like, oh, my gosh, we got to get out of here. And he's like, I don't want to be filmed, man.
1: The guy was, like, hiding behind a whiteboard. Yeah. And like I was, was like,
0: well, why am I going to leave this car with you if you're not going to say it's not damaged? And at the at that moment in time, getting him to say that it wasn't damaged, on, it just made perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Once that storm had passed, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to go to apologize to that kid. And then we went back and the location's closed. Yeah. So... Hopefully they didn't shut it down because of the crazy man.
1: I'm actually a little surprised they didn't call the cops on you.
0: It wasn't that bad. I mean, I wasn't like. No, but violent. you were like
1: yelling. No, you weren't violent, but like.
0: I wasn't know. yelling. I was just saying. <laughs> right. Um, S- but that's j- like, so that's just from. A. Bunch of personal stuff that had built up. Mm hmm. Britney Spears, imagine that level times a gazillion because it's you're on a national, international yeah. stage, you know?
1: I I mean, I can't.
0: What do you think of her dad? Do you think her dad's shady?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Like, just watching the documentary, I want to say yes, but I'm also someone that looks at stuff like that and is like, okay, we're hearing one side of of this. I don't live with them, so I, I don't know. Um, do I think that... Based on the documentary only, I think he's he's a mess or they don't have a great relationship or whatever.
0: I don't think my gut tells me that he's not like an evil man out to take his daughter's money. My gut tells me is that he is a man who feels like he's owed part of his daughter's money because he sacrificed to get her to that success Mm -hmm. and he didn't based on the documentary he didn't seem really involved in the early years right and I don't know I'm sure he benefited but I don't know if he ever felt like compensated for the sacrifices that he made early on in her career Mm -hmm. so I think this is his way of getting that compensation, even though it's not right. Mm -hmm. I think in his head, he thinks it's the right thing. That's my gut. I could be completely wrong. I also want to say something that's related to the Britney Spears documentary, but is about Justin Timberlake. And I don't, I don't, I haven't spent enough time with it But I did read Justin's apology to both Britney and Janet Jackson, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: where he basically said, when you are a man in the entertainment industry, and I think he said specifically a white man in the entertainment industry, you get away with a lot more crap than other people would. Mm -hmm. And you get forgiven for stuff and- you you are allowed to behave in a way that other people would be criticized for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he said that I recognize that now, but I, I didn't recognize that back then. And so I'm apologizing now and I'm going to do what I can to, to be better going forward and blah, blah, blah. And I saw people coming out like saying that that wasn't adequate and that wasn't enough and – I maybe I'm. I hope I'm not misspeaking here, and if I am, you're welcome to set me straight because I'm. I'm truly not. I, I don't know what's right and what's wrong, but I think when somebody behaves in a way in the past that they're allowed to get away with, which is what happened with him. Mm -hmm. Like he did what he was allowed to get away with by Mm -hmm. the people around him and stuff. Mm -hmm. And when they become enlightened later in life and they apologize for the stuff in the past, like for this moment in time, that is enough. Like he has acknowledged it and he said he will be better and he's going to try to be better.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I think it's Th- that apology needs to be accepted and mm-hmm. said, okay, thank you. And then if if you're questioning his, whether it's authentic or not, you have to set a period of time and then come back and revisit it and say, so a- is he actually doing
1: like, are the actions matching up with, with the apology? The yeah. The yeah apology.
0: But I don't, I don't, and maybe this is part of the whole cancer cult, cancel culture thing that'll be a bigger conversation some other time. But I don't think that you should dismiss the merits of somebody's apology because of the circumstances of why they made it. Like people are saying, oh, you're only saying that now because the Britney Spears right. documentary like came you, out.
1: Like, to,
0: yeah, that's fine. Something happened to get him to apologize. That's good. That's there right. we go.
1: Right. I totally agree with that. Um. And I think, you know, it's it's I think I also now that Ellie's around, think about, you know, like what we would tell her if she were a little bit older or whatever. And like the lessons that we want to teach her about what happens when someone apologizes to you, that's hurt you or whatever. Um. And I agree with what you're saying, and and I wouldn't want to tell Ellie, well, he's only doing it because do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't. That's not something I would want to teach her. I would want to teach her how to accept an apology, even if you still struggle with what happened. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean you're the greatest thing ever, and I'm gonna totally forget. You know what happened or whatever, but saying, "Hey, I really appreciate you making sure that I know that you're sorry."
0: That at this
1: point that in, I'm sorry, yeah, right.
0: That at this point in time, I feel badly for what occurred at that point in time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Me is a, is means if the apology is sincere, I am a better person today than I was back then. So,
1: And that's what we're all trying to do here. I mean, I don't know. I I can say pretty confidently that I don't think there's anyone, one person listening to this that hasn't done something that they're ashamed of or regret. Oh, without a doubt. There's no one that does that. So I think, you know, part of like what, you know, we talk about on the upside is taking steps forward in a a direction a little bit every single day and being better today than you were yesterday. And I think when you do that every day, um, and that's what we encourage people to do because that's what we try to do in our own lives. Um, am I a better person than I was five, six years ago? Hell yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I 1,000% am. Am I ashamed? Probably probably
0: because you're a husband, mainly. Shut
1: up. But you are, too. You know what I mean? It's just everybody has something.
0: Well, you don't have to use the word better. You can just use different. Am I smarter today than I was yesterday? Yes. Mm -hmm. And with that wisdom might come the desire to apologize for, to acknowledge, or to regret something that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: And sometimes that might not be brought to light until someone brings it to your attention. Yeah. Like there are some lessons that maybe as you grow, you feel like, you know what? I did that in my past and I really don't like that and I need to apologize. But there's also situations where somebody can come and say, hey, you know the way that you handled that or you know the what happened between us in the past I really wasn't okay with how you treated me. Right. And at that point, I think it's our responsibility. to look at that and say, what was my role in that? Like, do, did I have a role in that? And if I did, do I owe this person an apology? You know what I mean? I think it can go, you know, both ways.
0: Yeah. Um, well, that got a little deeper than <laughs> Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, but d- uh, now just to bring it back full circle, I will tell you that media personality, Jeff, you know, who's a podcaster now mm-hmm. and who was a radio guy, you know, 15 years ago, I would handle a conversation with Britney Spears completely differently mm-hmm. today because I think I've grown and learned and whatever than I would have 15 years ago. Yeah. Like 15 years ago, I would have, you know, swung for the low hanging fruit and, you know, made fun of her and
1: mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm sure I did make fun of her on the radio. And I think today the conversation's completely different. Because of you. Yeah, because of my growth. And I hope that if I ever apo- like met her and if I said like an apology, my hope would be that she or whoever you're apologizing to, in a broader sense, whoever you're apologizing to from your actions 10 or 15 years ago, the person on the receiving end of that apology can at least accept that you've grown and that's why you're making Mm it, even if they don't want to accept the apology. Yeah. Make sense? Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. One of my favorite shoe brands is Rothy's. They make sustainable shoes and bags. They're made with eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. Now, I know what you're thinking because I had the same thought and that is, okay, made from recycled water bottles. That doesn't sound comfortable at all let me tell you, they are super comfortable. When I was at work, when I was not on maternity leave, I was wearing them to work every single day for eight hours, and there is zero break-in period. I did not have a scrape, a scratch, a blister on my foot, and that is taking them out of the box, putting them on my feet, and going to work for eight hours. So if that says anything about the level of comfort, you know, there you go you need these shoes. They are so cute. They are so comfortable and they are sustainable, which I also love. Rothy's has transformed over 70 million bottles into beautiful shoes, handbags, and face masks. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com.
0: When you're growing up, cereal is one of the best parts of being a kid, right? Then you get to be an adult and you start to realize just how much junk is in most of the delicious cereal. Guess what? That's not the case anymore. Magic Spoon has cereal that reminds you of your favorite childhood flavors. So many. They've got frosted, fruity, cocoa, They've got peanut butter, which has gotten so much love. It was a limited edition flavor and it sold out three times last year. So now it's a permanent flavor for Magic Spoon. And all of these cereals have no sugar. 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Each serving is only 140 calories. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. And they've got so many great flavors. You can put together a variety pack that is perfect just for you. And because you're an upside listener, you can take advantage of a great deal. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside, grab a variety pack, and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code UPSIDE at checkout. You'll save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash upside. Use the code UPSIDE when you check out to save $5 off. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode.
1: Skin care is super important to me. You know that I take cleaning my face and putting all of the best products on it very, very seriously. Now, the thing that was a bummer about pregnancy is that I had to stop all of the good stuff, right, on my skin when I was pregnant. And the good stuff, I mean the prescription stuff, the stuff that was really helping like the brown spots on my skin that I've had from years of sun damage, right? Well, now that I can get back into it, I am so excited to bring in this ad partner, Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne and skincare seriously. Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board certified dermatologist online. You'll be treated immediately and your medications are delivered to your home. Apostrophe treats acne, and they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots, which is a huge one for me. Get $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash upside. Use our code upside. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. Then use the code upside at sign up, and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash upside.
0: Today's quote of the day. You cannot judge what should bring others joy and others cannot judge what should bring you joy.
1: Jeff's Three Random Things is brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers.
0: Bad news if you're a cactus lover. Feng.
1: <laughs> well, that's random. Okay.
0: Feng Shui principles claim Feng Shui. Feng shui. Uh, Principles claim that plants with spiky or thorny exteriors are magnets for bad vibes. Ooh. The only exception is roses that smell. The roses that are still uh, got it. Mm-hmm. healthy enough to giving off a smell. But the prickly surfaces of cacti or other similar spiky plants like agave actually attract tension into your home and your relationships. Mm-hmm. So uh, with the exception of roses, whose scent and beauty are enough to overcome the negative energy with positive energy. Uh, Keep those spiky plants out of your house. My second random thing is if you were going through a breakup, you know, now the Valentine's Day is over, so you're going to dump them. Yeah. uh, Put this on your to-do list. Change your passwords. According to a new survey, it's quite likely that your ex is tracking your location (laughs) right now and you are letting them. Oh, According to data by a company called Express VPN, uh, over fifty percent of American adults share their passwords with a significant other, and uh, some of these adults forget that they have shared the passwords after they split, which means former lovers can track into or tap in to their ex's devices and use GPS to show their location. Uh, they can, you know, obviously, read messages, and uh, lurk on social media. So make sure you, uh, in in a scarier situation, look at your calendar to see where you'll be and when. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you change your passwords when you break up with somebody.
1: I don't think I know any of your passwords.
0: All my Everything my entire life is on my phone, and you know.
1: Well, I I do know your phone password, but I would have never, I never log into your phone.
0: Yeah, but that's everything. uh, Everything on my phone is... I don't think anything I don't which is scary and which is scary and both comforting because I don't think my anything on my phone requires another password. So oh, if, yeah. If you're able to get into not you, but if anybody was able to get into my phone, mm-hmm. I'm logged into everything else from there. Should we put each other's fingerprints in our phones? I don't know. Just so we don't have to remember passwords.
1: If you change your password. Yeah.
0: Um, And my third random thing: there are only four words in the English language with which end in the letters d o u s. How many of them can you name?
1: D o u s. Yep. Tremendous. One. Stupendous. Two. How many are there?
0: Four. You're halfway there.
1: Um, tremendous.
0: You already said that.
1: Oh no, I don't know.
0: <laughs> tremendous. Stupendous horrendous no yeah and hazardous interesting yep uh and there's a a scientific word called appendus a-p-o-d-o-u-s uh but that wasn't counted because it's not a common word it's a scientific word and uh that's a scientific word that means without feet those are my three random things
1: so where are you on your resolutions? I've been meaning to ask you that for a couple of weeks and I keep forgetting.
0: Um, I have successfully lost five pounds now three times since the start of the year.
1: Okay. So, so you're down like 15 pounds.
0: Yes. Um, but for the past two weeks, I've been stagnant. I've been flat.
1: Have you still been keeping up with like the Weight Watcher stuff?
0: Yeah, kind of. It's easy for me to do Weight Watchers because... I have like twice as many points as you do, mm-hmm. so I just eat the same meals that you do, but I'm allowed to have more, and I can have snacks that you can't have.
1: Well, judging based off of my experience with Weight Watchers, maybe if you started counting points, you would realize that you actually.
0: I know. I I'm now that I've plat. Now that I'm stalled and I've been the same weight for two weeks, I'm going to start being more diligent about it. Cool. But I was just it was, the end of last year was just so crappy with so much like takeout food and not cooking at home and holiday treats and fast food restaurants and just yeah. it was just blah we were
1: eating horribly
0: yeah that once that food was out of the house it was easier to eat healthier where are you with yours
1: um I'm doing pretty okay with mine. I'm doing I'm crushing the workout thing yeah you are um now that I'm able to like really get back into workouts you know I'm working out like five or six days a week which is awesome. Um, I still have got to get into the intuitive eating book. Um, I've finished like the first two chapters and then I set it aside and I haven't picked it back up, but I need to do that. Um, so yeah.
0: What about other stuff? Like, um, didn't you like weren't you gonna like keep the house tidier? Yeah, I'm something? still
1: relatively tidy, I think. I mean, there's one like mess in our room, but um, I think I've been good about like keeping the kitchen tidy, the living room tidy, like the bathroom tidy. Like I think I've definitely stepped up.
0: Nice. Was that the only other one you had?
1: I can't remember, but I think so.
0: I think I only made the one because I'm like, you know what? Every year I set myself up for um, grand disappointment because I'm like, I am going to read nine books a month and, right. lear- and learn to play the violin and, uh, exp- and go explore a mountaintop and train a, a cheetah to fetch snacks for me from the supermarket. And- right. Right. None of that ever happens. All right. Here is our uh, TikTok tip of the day. Um, One of the ones I shared last week was how to make your house smell like Williams-Sonoma.
1: Yeah, that was a big fat fail.
0: I tried it. didn't work. I put lemons, uh, vanilla, and rosemary in a thing of water and kind of let it. I'm
1: super disappointed in that because I was really excited about that one. That one had potential, I thought.
0: I'm going to try it again in a crock pot. Okay. Instead of doing it stovetop, I don't know if it'll make a difference, but I'm going to try it. Um, but the Williams-Sonoma Make Your House Smell Good thing, did not.
1: Mm.
0: Not happy at that. Uh, here is today's. This is if you have a toxic boss or supervisor in the workplace mm-hmm. is who this is is geared for. But I think it could also work if you have a toxic person in your life who likes to ask you this type of question. Okay. But I think this is really brilliant.
1: If you think your boss is toxic, I have a hack for you today. Never, ever, 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 ever answer a question that starts with the word, why? Why did you do it this way? Why didn't you tell me? Why did you miss this deadline? Alert, alert. Those are baiting questions, whether they mean to or not. They are baiting you, and your only option is to either be hostile. I did do it. You told me to do it that way. Or to give an excuse. I just thought that I could, um, just made sense to, uh, no, 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 no. Don't answer that question. Stay elevated, stay unemotional. Somebody asks me why I didn't do something that I did. I'm not gonna go, I did do it. I'm gonna ask them this question. When I've done something, How would you like me to communicate it to you? Oh, we're in a whole new conversation now. Same thing goes for why didn't you tell me if you did tell them. You don't say that. When has that ever helped you? I did tell you. No. And I do have this information. What's the best way I can get it to you? Level up.
0: So smart. Brilliant. Yep. Because that is such a toxic question. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there is, you're only going to answer it by saying that you're wrong or they're wrong. Right. There's no middle ground. Yep. And that's going to create anguish on either side. Yep. So uh, that's your TikTok tip of the day.
1: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. So I've been sitting here for probably like the last third of the show. I've been um, bouncing Ellie on my lap because, yeah. you know, just to keep her like from, cause she's very chatty today, which is super cute, but I, we were hoping to get through the show. Um, and uh, my Apple watch like buzzed and I looked at it and it says, you appear to be doing a workout.
0: <laughs> oh, cause you're bouncing. Would you like
1: to log that you were on the elliptical? I'm like, hmm.
0: Well, it counts, right? I mean, it is kind of a good workout, right? Bounce, 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 bounce. But it, I'm bouncing the smoosh? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just bounced her to sleep. She just
0: fell asleep. Nice work.
1: (laughs) Good morning. This is a fellow millennial calling, and this is a message to any Gen Zers that are listening. We are not giving up our skinny jeans. They are best. And you know what? We're older than you, so we know what's best. Skinny jeans are one of them, so we just kind of have to get used to the skinny jeans. On the flip side, I definitely agree that people need to stop saying adulting. If I hear one more person say adulting, I'm going to, I don't know, it's, it's annoying. Stop saying adulting. Okay, bye!
0: If a keto lifestyle is part of your 2021 regimen, or you're just trying to eat healthier, I would like to tell you about Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars with just one gram of sugar, two grams of net carbs, and at only 140 calories, they can be an easy part of your diet and your snacking regimen. Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars have a soft and chewy texture. They've got a bunch of delicious flavors. My favorite, the blueberry almond vanilla. They've also got coconut coca chip and honey nut. If you need a snack to grab between Zoom calls, or you want just something to put in your belly before you go to bed, a Monk Pack granola bar could be the answer. Try Monk Pack for yourself, and you will see. We got a great deal for Upside listeners. 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by going to MonkPack.com and entering code UPSIDE at checkout. Monk Pack is so confident in what they're selling that it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, go to MonkPack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product and then enter the code upside at checkout. You'll save 20% off your first purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast this week, Monk Pack.
1: Hey, I'm just calling to say that Callie's sound effect was absolutely hilarious. I am laughing so hard I'm crying in the car. And my two-year-old's in the back seat, and she is mimicking Ellie's sound. So she's making the baby noises while I'm laughing hysterically at Callie's noises. And it was just a great way to start my Friday morning. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Lauren from Powder Springs, Georgia. I paused the episode today when you were doing the smoothie talk. I wonder if when you eat the fruit whole, it takes longer for your body to digest the fiber and break it down as opposed to when it's, you know, a smoothie and it's already processed. So maybe that's part of the difference as well. Have a good day. OMG, Jeff.
0: I have the best present that you can give Callie, okay? So I don't know if she listens to this voicemail, and I hope she doesn't. Um, I was just listening to the Royally Obsessed podcast, of course, after listening to Step Side, and I just heard that People's Magazine is coming out with a People's Royal magazine that will come out every quarter. So if you want to totally, like, blow A gift out of the water, I would look into it and subscribe, Callie, so you guys get the People Royals magazine
1: on a quarterly basis. Thank you, and you're welcome for that. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I just wanted to say that, you know, social media and the Internet has its positives and negatives, and sometimes it seems like there's more negatives because we see the crazy people like, veronica who decided that ellie's situation was akin to britney spears but the lovely thing that i just can't stop thinking about is that everything that you say on the podcast and everything that's on social media instagram anything this is just a recording for the whole world and for ellie and then ellie's children about how much you love her and about the first parts of her life with you. And it's just cool. And don't let people like Veronica put a damper on that because it's beautiful. And y'all look great. Love you. Keep doing what you're doing. Bye.
0: Like attracts like. You are a magnet. If you're negative, you're gonna draw negativity. You're positive, you draw positive. You're a kind person, more people are kind to you.
1: If you see it in your mind, You can hold it in your hand.